as a small biz pro, I so we grow. Using procurement, program and control. I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur. Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur. Oh yeah, I'm a businessman, yes I'm an entrepreneur. Good afternoon and welcome to the Business Zone. Glad to have you guys. It is Friday, 625, um, June 25th. Can you guys imagine we're already at the end of June? It feels like it just got here and uh, it's been a fun and exciting month. And so we're here. We have an amazing guest. Um, I am Crystal Mitchell. I am the co-host of the Business Zone. And Mr. Gilbert, he will be popping in shortly. He's having some technical difficulties. So we'll get him on and on air. And at least this week, um, whatever my technical problems were last week, I can actually see us online. So if you guys are here, please let me know that we're here so I can end it quickly and start all over again. We have a great guest in the house today, Miss Angela Gibson Shaw. She's the president of GLAT, the Greater Los Angeles African American Chamber of Commerce. Most of you know her. I would hope all of you know her. She's awesome. She serves our community. And uh, her organization has been in the community for years, and they do some awesome stuff. All of our community-based organizations are just phenomenal, and uh, they really help our businesses move to the next level, uh, providing them with education and training and resources and capital or direction to capital. And so we have to applaud the work that we all do in our community um because sometimes our communities are a little challenging <laughs> and so you guys require a lot of hand holding um and that's cool but it sometimes is a little challenging so welcome how has your week been uh have you done anything fantastic i know a lot of people that i know are traveling all over everywhere they are really truly enjoying the fact that um I guess we're COVID free, but really not. Um, but they're out there traveling and just um, feeling free from being in captivity for the last uh, 18 months. I'm still navigating my way through this. I'm not quite 100% there yet. Um, well, I feel that I can just go out there and just willy nilly just have hugs with people that I don't know. Um, I, and I'm sorry, I'm a distrusting type of person. I don't go on the honor system. I need to see that you had your vaccine and I need to know you were going because you were excited when you were standing in line and trying to find it. Those are the people that I'm hanging out with, <laughs> the ones <laughs> that I haven't met and that I'm not quite sure that, that I heard somewhere in a conversation that we had that you were against the vaccine. Okay, I can't trust you now. <laughs> I don't know if you changed your mind and if you did, why you changed your mind. So I'm going to still be cautious. I'm going to still be wearing my mask. I'm going to still social distance and I am going to still continue to wash my my hands. That's what Crystal is doing because not just for myself, 
I have a loving family and I am protecting them and I am around, you know, some incredible people and um, we're all tested. We're all vaccinated. And so I'm good with them, but I can't bring anything home. And I got way too much to do. I got some more work to do in this community. And I think I have a, va I'm a valuable asset to the community. And so I can't be going nowhere. So that's just me. And I want to, uh, and I'm just stating that up front so you guys know. So if you don't see me out there, if I if I don't uh, accept any live invitations to come visit you, you understand why I'm not accepting. Right now, I'm still good online. So, guys, I for the last 10 days, I just did the most incredible thing. I worked with 17 of the most amazing young people who are starting their businesses. And we have just had a fantastic time. Um, they were awesome. And, and I'm just excited that there's going to be 17 new entrepreneurs, aspiring entrepreneurs that are going to um, be populating our community soon. And uh, so that's pretty cool. And then in July, July 6th, we're actually going to, um, I'm going to be doing my summer biz camp with the Los Angeles Urban League. And we're going to be uh, work, working with a brand new, never thought I'd be an entrepreneur group of kids, about 35 of them. And then we have kids that have businesses and we're going to work with them. So this camp and this institute launches on July 6th. So that's in a couple of weeks. It's a month long camp, um, half a day. And they're going to be learning all of the aspects of learning how to run a business. And so looking for volunteers and mentors and speakers to come talk to the kids. You can dedicate 30, 40 a minute, an hour uh, to come over and, and just share your experiences as an entrepreneur and a successful business person with these kids. It would be a valuable, it would be valuable for them and it'd be so inspiring for you. Um, some of the best things about what I do is working with kids and, um, um, I have so much fun with them and they're so creative and, and, um, it's so innovative and they listen to everything I say and they don't fight me on it. They don't ignore me. <laughs> they implement. <laughs> and so I walk away feeling like I didn't done something. <laughs> so um, that's why I do what I do. So I am going, Gilbert is still trying to get in. It's going to take him a minute because he had to actually reboot his whole computer. So with that, I'm going to bring on our guest though. And she and I can have a chit chat while we're waiting for him to come in. She is a dynamite dynamite lady. She's been working um, in the community for over 35 years. She has her own consulting company, but she's the president of GLAC, and she's going to talk to us about where we're going to go from here. You know, we like had to reset in from uh, 18 months ago. So a lot of us got to figure out how we going to come back to the business world and, you know, assess the, the damage and see where we need to pivot and where we need to keep moving forward and what resources are out there. And she has, she sits at the table. You guys hear me all the time talk about that. If you're not sitting at the table, you're on the menu. Well, Miss Angela Gibson Shaw is sitting at the table. She is never on the menu. <laughs> and, and so I am going to bring her on so you guys can feel the magic. Hello, Angela. How are you? 
Hey, Crystal, I'm doing great. Thank you for that awesome introduction and happy Friday. Happy Friday to you. We are already one month into the summer. Actually, yes. wasn't the first day of summer. I don't even remember. The 21st. The 21st. Uh -huh. Yeah, so a couple yes. days ago. So hello, Angela. Hey, when was the last time we? Uh, I was on this show, The Business Zone? I we think The a... Business Zone was about a year. Oh, no, maybe about two years ago. Oh, yeah, oh you know so what? Too. Wasn't it at the very beginning? Yeah, it was at the beginning. Was it? No, you were on the community. The studio on Crenshaw. Oh, 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 yeah. Oh, right. No, on the business zone. Yeah. It was at a studio on Crenshaw. Yes. yes. I think you Yeah. So that was two years ago. That okay. Yeah, that ago. sounds about right. Yeah. Well, I'm glad to be back. And well, we're glad to have you. You're looking fantastic. So you, su we, you survived. Good. Yes. I survived. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> so what uh, what was your experience doing COVID? Just learning a lot? Uh, yeah, learning a lot, uh, you know, trying to dodge that COVID uh, and, and then really getting into getting resources for our members at GLAC. Mm. And so that really kept up uh, a lot of our, our of my time, uh, which I was more than happy to do because it kept me occupied, right? So that I wasn't watching the news and you know, being fearful and fretful and scared and all that kind of stuff. Instead, it kind of, you know, pushed me into purpose, uh, you know, do something. Yeah. Uh, this pandemic. Yeah. And, and I think that really helped a lot. Right. I mean, I jumped yes. into it right away and uh, it really gave us you didn't really I didn't really you know, I was cautious and doing what I need to do. I wasn't coming out right. of the house, but I also wasn't. Um, I wasn't, as long as I was perfectly busy, I wasn't yes. thinking that I was about to leave this world. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly, right. right. So, so uh, tell us, uh, for those that don't know GLAC, can you tell us some stuff or some information sure. about GLAC and where you guys, Absolutely. where you're headed? Yeah, so uh, GLAC, the Greater Los Angeles African American Chamber of Commerce, is a chamber of commerce dedicated to the growth and development of black owned businesses. And so we grow our businesses by removing obstacles and creating opportunities. And then we develop our businesses through our technical assistance workshops, seminars, mentoring, and our advocacy. So at the height of the pandemic, we began to immediately scramble to provide resources for our members on where they could apply for at the time it was loans and at the really height of it, it was the PPP. Of course, you know, as a result of that, or fast forward, we now learned that a lot of small businesses were not able to get access for a number of reasons. And so that really pulled the wool back on a number of issues and highlighted that we need to be more ready about how to apply. You know, we all want access to capital. But there's a certain process, there's an application, there's some paperwork that we need to have in order. A number of our members were turned down because their paperwork wasn't in order, even though they had a need. So that was terrible. Mm -hmm. The other part, too, was we uncovered how difficult it was made by a lot of the large banking institutions to even get access to capital. And so we began to advocate to them about the need for them to make grants available to underserved uh, businesses that maybe traditionally wouldn't be uh, asking for loans and, and qualifying for uh, grants and loans. And so they needed to create a pathway 
for folks that are traditionally, I guess, underbanked is one of the, the mm -hmm. terms that's being used. So we did a lot of work there. Then we saw the monies coming from some CDFIs. And then the corporation started stepping up too as well in providing grants and loans. Fast forward, another lesson that we learned is, you know, the small businesses needed grants, not loans. They were already going to be in debt as a result of having to, you know, forego and not be able to pay rent or, you know, keep the doors open, pay employees. And so they were going to come out of this with a high amount of debt and didn't need to add to it by taking out a loan for money. Yeah. So that's what we did during the height of the pandemic up through uh, the George Floyd incident. And then, of course, there was a whole nother pivot, of course, again. Hi, Gilbert. Exactly. Hey, Gilbert. <laughs> I actually, uh, it's interesting, you know, today was the sentencing, sentencing of Dev, uh, speaking of the George Floyd, mm. of, of Derek Chauvin. And it's kind of right. interesting. My brother and I were watching it and we were like, he's looking, he looking like, I didn't do anything wrong. What's wrong with y'all? I just, you know, I just killed a black person. What did that matter? And, it, and, it, and, and we're sitting there going, this man, there was no remorse. His mother was speaking and she was saying, he's a good man. He, no. <laughs> his kid is psychopathic. He's, he's those people, those young kids who will kill pets. They'll kill dogs and cats <laughs> and think it's okay. That's him right there. I just and he, he's a product of the system though. Yes, he is. He's a product of the system. He was taught to ca mm -hmm. to capture and kill like that. Yeah. Probably not kill, but to capture and subdue or whatever that kind of way. And then it, I've read studies that talk about how that is uh is similar to slavery. Yes. Of how yes. they caught and captured yeah. runaway slaves. So by any means necessary, that's yeah, that same kind of process. Yeah. So yeah. So I think I, a lot of things are revealed as a result of this whole, yeah. I think, you know, when we look at it, and I've been saying this for for the last 18 months, COVID was in some, I mean, it was a lot, you know, devastation, loss of people that we really love, uh, but it kind of pulled the curtains away, right? Mm -hmm. We got to see the stuff that people were always telling, mm -hmm. oh yeah, there's capital out there for black businesses. And then all of a sudden, like, no, because even when you were giving it away, it wasn't out there for us. You were making it very hard. And like you said, Angela, it's so important that we were already hanging on an edge. Now, mm -hmm. instead of you make it a loan instead of a grant. And then I also saw certain organizations that were making even the hurdles for the grant impossible. Yeah, mm. I, I, uh, my non well, one of our non I actually just sit on the board of the nonprofit. Um, but it was a f small grant, like five thousand dollars. Okay, we you know, we're applying for grants, we're we provide train uh tennis free tennis lessons to kids, so and and we had a lot of kids during the summertime, so five thousand dollars. They wanted now, it's a nonprofit. Uh, in mm -hmm. good standing, <laughs> mm -hmm. they were asking for the uh, directors for a grant for our social security number, our um, uh, 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 um, uh, um, to run a credit check, and our and not just to 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 do the ask for our social security number. They asked for you to give them your credit, your social security card, a copy of the social security card for a nonprofit. Has that ever happened to you? 
who has, I don't even know where my social security card is. Why would I give you a copy of my, I don't even give out my social security number. And on behalf of a nonprofit, see, that's some other stuff that, um, again, like you said, pulling the curtains back. Uh, we now see, you know, okay, now there's a new uh, administration in the White House that really is dedicating itself to ensuring that some of these inequities are righted uh, for, for the African-American business community. And one of the things that GLAC does is advocate um, for inclusion, inclusion and inclusiveness in public sector contracting. Let's start there. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of language that's in there that was created to keep us out. Mm. Like you said, that kind of stuff. And so they now have a term for it. I understand it's called legacy language. Mm. So now we are on the hunt to identify that old legacy language that was designed to keep us out of the process and to push for policies to make it more inclusive for us to be included. Because, you know, they say be included, but then when you look, the devil's in the details. Mm -hmm. They also talk about that there was a small business owner that was trying to go for a contract, but all she had the qualifications and could do the work, but all of the, some of the things that they were asking of her, like that was intentionally, that's to, to, to keep us out. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, the curtain's been pulled back on a lot of things. So our work really has increased in terms of making sure that we have access and entry. Mm. Access, yeah, that's, that's that doing. extra. Yeah. You need that yes. extra entry because yes, you yeah. say it's for me, but then I go to apply, and you're right. gonna ask me for everything next to my next, my firstborn, uh -huh. and then my my next grandchild, and before right. that you will, and it's for small amounts. It's like right. jump over these hoops for five thousand dollars. No, right. he humiliate you. Uh -huh. and, and and I don't even it, it just makes no sense. So a lot of And I bet that the other 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 folks are not asked for that same information. I was reading an article about a sister that was wanting to sell her home and the resale value of the appraisal came out very, very low and she just couldn't understand that because she knew where it was located and she had done some renovations and all that kind of stuff. And this speaks to home ownership for African Americans. And there's a reason why, you know, our, the value of our homes and the equity in our homes and all that stuff is, 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 is kept low. And so she decided to employ one of her white friends to get her home appraised as though he were the owner. And she removed all the articles in her home that indicated that there was a black person that lived there. And the white friend called around and got an appraisal. And his appraisal, the appraisal of the same house, came up much higher. At yeah. least at least a hundred thousand dollars more. And so that kind of stuff permeates through home ownership, education, health care, again, access and entry, you know, business. Uh, and so, yeah, so that's why we're all here, because we all are about that fight to make sure that um, we are included, especially now in the opportunities. Like I said, the White House administration is opening up Biden just pledged that 50% of their federal contracting would be uh, to minorities, uh, businesses of color, women and veterans. And so there's a process that we'll need to go through, but at least the opportunity now is there. So now we gotta get our businesses ready. I mean, really ready. I think it's just, it kind of feels like a new day. Uh, there's lots of things happening. The money that's coming from the American Rescue Plan, uh, there's lots of it in there to help small businesses get ready. And so I, we know that our African-American businesses have been historically um, not treated fairly. 
Um, so we want to make sure that they are now treated fairly and have equal access to these opportunities. You know, with the SoFi Stadium, there's opportunities swirling around there. Then the Inglewood Basketball Entertainment Center. The Olympics are coming in 2028, and there's a whole lot of other things that are happening in between, as well as infrastructure. L.A. County and L.A. City are both overhauling their procurement process. Another thing that we're in conversation with is breaking down those contracts. You know, when you go to some of those the public sectors and want a contract, they're huge multi-million dollar contracts, and a lot of small businesses can't can't uh, take on a, a debt like that or a project like that. So now they're starting to unbundle and make them smaller. Where at one time the contract was, can you do uh, repave all the sidewalks in uh, El Monte or whatever, pick a city or somewhere mm-hmm. in the Los Angeles and on the east side or the west side or whatever. Now they're breaking them up into smaller jobs so that more small businesses can take advantage of that. And so well, we we still have to be ready, though. We still have to be ready. Well, that was right? the other part. Now, go ahead, Gilbert. I was going to say, for those of you who are, just, who are listening to the program, you are watching The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert. We're on every Friday from 3 to 4. And our very, very special guest today is no other than the president of the Greater Los Angeles African American Chamber, the one and only Miss Angela Gibson Shaw. <laughs> She makes makes things happen for small businesses. (laughs) And Angela, I don't know if you already told him about the BEP program. Did you tell him you just graduated some some, uh, entrepreneurs? Uh, no, not yet. How, how much time do we have on the program? Uh, let's let's, 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 let's <laughs> do it. We, we, you, you are special, so you are on for however long you want. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but here, here, while we're leading into that, Angela, so yeah. what, some of the things that we all have discovered, like we knew that we already knew, we knew, let me put it that way, we knew where the deficits were. Yes. Now our businesses know where their deficits are. Yeah. And uh, so now I think our, I think we have to decide how are we gonna get them? And maybe that's what that this program is gonna, how do we Perfect. get them to embrace so that they are never in the position that they were in 18 months ago? Yeah. How do we get them prepared for whatever catastrophe is going to happen? Because it's going to happen. How do we get right. them prepared for that? Because I don't know. It doesn't feel like we failed, but it seems like there were so many of them that was so needy that yeah. somewhere along the line, maybe we that provide the service, we, I don't know. What are you thinking in, in that? Yes, you're right. And so, but that, but this was bigger than us just now coming to the table. This was systemically done over years of keeping us and locking us out. You know, now we just recently uh, commemorated the uh, Tulsa uh, massacre. And so it's that kind of a thing is that that was the big one that we all could uh, take a look at, but it happened all the time along the way in very small, subtle increments. Uh-huh. And so what we've done is created the business evolution program, what we call BEP. And it starts to change the mindset of the entrepreneur. Mm. Uh, uh, there's entrepreneur, as you all know, it has a fatigue factor involved oh. in it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just get tired of bumping your head against the wall, trying to get in that door, this room, that place, etc., and so on. And so I think that it's a new day. 
And so we need to develop a new mindset. Yes. And so let's not be fatigued. Let's understand mm-hmm. the purpose. Let's understand why. Let's understand the outcomes. Let's understand what's on the other side of what we, it is we're trying to do as entrepreneurs. So we created the business evolution program. And that GLAC, it's a nine, we're getting ready to seat a new class. We just graduated our first cohort. So it originated in 2005 as a opportunity to take one small business to the next level of economic success. Mm-hmm. And we chose through a competitive process, one business, and we really groomed and finished them, if you will, like a mentoring, super mentoring school. Uh, they were mentored by our board members who represent Fortune 500 companies. Mm-hmm. And so this was it was extremely successful. And the uh, mentees came out of the program doubling and tripling their revenues with all of this newfound increased additional knowledge and support and mentorship and help and assistance. During the pandemic, we decided that we had to open up the opportunity to more than just one business. So again, we put out the call for applications and we were able to see 13 small businesses and we took them through a series of technical assistance classes we had some mentorship going on. Gilbert, your own business zone, Gilbert Buchanan, served as their business coach. <laughs> they had a good one. <laughs> yes, they had a good one. And so uh, we recently graduated, so we uh, now got a call out for applications that are due by uh, the end of the middle of July, by the end of July. And so we're going to be talking and uh, immersing our those entrepreneurs in certification. Uh, it's been made easier at some places, the, some of the portals, uh, you know, it's still a grind, but that's a part of, that's a part of the business that you've got to work on for your business. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk, be talking about certification. Of course, our access to capital is the number one, continues to be uh, the number one um, issue for our small businesses. We're going to talk about uh, branding and marketing. Uh, very important now is technology. Of course, one of the big thing, another thing that was uncovered was connectivity and how a lot of communities of color did not have access to the connectivity. And uh, especially when the kids were at home, everybody's using and pulling on the Wi-Fi and the system and the broadband. And But uh, now we're not quite out of the woods yet on COVID. And so folks' business is going to be done, you know, through digitally, digitally. And so you're going to have to have a much stronger digital presence. I'm going to want to buy your products, but I want to go on my phone and buy them. I want to surf quickly. I want to be able to touch the product I want from you. I want to be able to tap on my digital wallet or quickly put in my uh, credit card number, my address, and press some button. And I want you to quickly tell me that you got my order, you're processing my order, and when I'm going to get my order. And that's where that's where we got to be. That's where we're trying to take our small African-American businesses up to the, the new, this is the new day. And so that's one of the things that we really wanted to drive home about them. Uh, we're also going to have a pitch competition. So I'm excited about that. One of our sponsors is going to sponsor a $5,000 pitch competition. All right. So we're going to have groups. We're going to have groups of entrepreneurs come up with the products and um, create a pitch on it. And the winner at the end of this will be a nine month session, this particular class coming up. Will each member of the five member group will receive $1,000 for a total uh, prize of uh, $5,000. Uh, one of our first sessions, though, will deal with what it means to be an entrepreneur in L.A. Mm-hmm. That's different than what it means to be an entrepreneur in Atlanta or Houston 
or Idaho or Hawaii or Las Vegas. And so we bring in folks that uh, some elected officials, uh, some people that are well versed in the nuances of navigating business opportunities and business processes in LA. So again, that's part of that changing that mindset that we that we need to address. And you know what? We're all a work in progress, right? I'm a small business owner. I need that too. You are too, uh huh. Uh, Crystal, we know that. Gilbert, you're a small business owner, and it's just. You got to always, always be learning and always stepping up and always identifying new challenges and working in your business and on your business. I know it's a full time job. I was supposed to go to lunch in the marina somewhere and sit by the ocean and kick it today, but I couldn't. I, I just, I, you know, I just couldn't. And so those are those. That's what it's all about. It is. Yeah. And, you know, um, because I work with kids, um, uh, several through three quarters of of my business practice is dedicated to teaching young people how to be mm-hmm. entrepreneurs. And so, as I was telling Angela Gilbert, um, I just finished a ten day boot camp, uh, and it was a boot camp for me as well, not just <laughs> to the kids. It was, I was up at six thirty in the morning, oh, eight thirty right. in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> it was a boot camp, but. We, <laughs> But we were teaching kids, and and this is what I shared with Angela. So uh, we use the lean um, startup model for Eric Rise. If anybody has read that book, it's absolutely uh, amazing book, and it te- it teaches you how to break down uh, your business and go with the the leanest minimum um, valuable product in order to get the marketplace right and then it asks you does this then you have to ask assumptions so am i serving the right target market do they mm-hmm. want my business what is my value propositions and so they have to keep breaking that down and then coming mm-hmm. up with a after they do their surveys and really find out if it's really a necessary if the the target market really wants what you're selling and then after that you have to decide if you have to persevere or pivot these young kids are on top of it as i after i explained it to them they're like they had to ask a couple questions then as we were breaking it down they were making changes on the fly and i'm thinking now i know that i have clients that i you know in, in some capacity i've had this same conversation doing their business model canvas and they are fighting me all the way. Kids are just like, oh yeah, I get it, Miss Crystal. I'm going to do that. So for me, because I'm teaching all the time, I'm always having Mm -hmm. to enhance and add on to my Mm -hmm. knowledge base, but it helps Mm -hmm. my business. And then it helps you really to be able to be really a highly effective business owner. See, the beauty about that, Crystal, about the lean business model canvas that you do, it helps the small business to recognize that 72% or 7 out of 10 products that's our service that's being entered on the marketplace is not needed or used by our consumers. So with the other three remaining, everybody is fighting for that that, that 30% or those three that's left. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's why the, the, the studies, the assumptions, and all of those things that you're doing right now is so valuable to these small businesses. That's why they're doing the minimum, the, the minimum value 
propositions. You see what I mean? Oh, that's great. I need that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Read that book. Yeah, we Oh yeah, yeah, that's unbelievable. Uh, so the author, what's the name of the book? The book is called The Lean Startup and the author's name is Eric uh, Rise, R-I-E-S. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and even if you just read chapter three, yeah. it really helps you understand what they're talking about. But he, he uses the business model canvas uh, to address that you are really truly solving the pain yeah. of yes. the people that you're targeting. Right. right? And if you're right. not, then you have to adjust it or adjust the people or, or or back it back and add on, just go with the basic features and then, or you might have to add on for additional features to make it really fit the people. So one of the case studies is, and we all, and I know Vermont's lost and through it, and I think you guys have this as well, you know, restaurants, and I've heard a couple of companies, there was one company I remember they were doing they had a food truck and they were doing extremely well with the food truck but they thought that they were missing out by not having a brick and mortar mm-hmm. not understanding that there's less cost mm-hmm. to run a trucking food truck uh, food exactly truck than it is to run a brick, a brick and, and mortar. mortar right right and so within so they thought they were missing out on the brick mm-hmm. and mortar mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. they uh, went into a brick and mortar and yeah. within six months they were closed. Yeah, because now they found out. See, the thing is with the, with the, with the mobile truck, they don't have to pay rent. You don't have to pay rent or a lease every month. You know, right. so you save that part of the money. Plus you can go to different marketplace with the truck. Yeah. You see yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you so, can go right. to your customers. You can go yes, to you can go to them. Yeah, you can go to them. Right. That you know what? And I've seen a lot of successful trucks uh be, get that way through social media. Oh yeah. Another class that we will teach uh during our business evolution program. And in addition to that program, we also have our regular Glack in the AM class. Yeah, yeah. That's our regular uh, technical assistance workshops for members that are not part of the business evolution program. Mm-hmm. And so we have a lot of different workshops, but you're right, that's one of them we'll have to talk about, the marketing of your business. Oh yeah, you know, I am, I am ask, excited about that. Yeah, we used to ask our, our, our members to introduce themselves by sharing the pain point that they eliminate or that they address. There you, you go. The name, the name of your company and tell me the pain point that you solve for your There clients. you go. Because and that's how you have to introduce yourself. Yes. yes. And now I'm curious, what were, were were they able to ask the answer that question though? Yeah. I'm trying <laughs> to think. We did that at a mixer once. Yeah. And everybody ran around and said, I eliminate the need for such and such and so and so. Uh, yeah. What was your yeah, name of your, your name, your company, and what okay. pain point you saw? And some of them had to get creative, and some of them had to go around the way, and you could tell that they weren't clear on that. But it was designed, yeah. it was an exercise designed yeah. to help you become, to provide clarity right. of what, pro- what it is you really are offering, what solution are you really offering that people right. want, they need to buy. Because yeah. a lot exactly. of times our business owners fall into a business. And uh, and so they just think, oh, I make these fantastic pies or, uh, you know, I, I'm a great mechanic, but they don't have the acumen to actually run the business. And yeah. and luckily enough, it all falls into place until it doesn't. <laughs> yes, exactly. Right. And so that's one of the things we're doing with you, Crystal Gilbert and myself. You know what? 
we're all creating an ecosystem for them. Because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I've read so many reports about how we have systemically been kept out of not being successful in oh, business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. I just yes. thought we didn't know and we didn't this and no, we weren't. No, it was systemically kept out. Mm -hmm. And so, right, so we're creating an ecosystem and collaborating with lots of partners, you know, with you guys coming on your show, uh, collaborating with other folks too and other resources other groups and businesses that we've met to be able to provide kind of like a whole holistic approach around our small business community because ultimately we want them to be so successful that they've got to hire that's what it's all about creating jobs mm. because everybody knows especially in our community i live in inglewood and you know in that inglewood area there's lots of little shops you know there's the barber shop the cleaners the restaurant the coffee shop and then different little you know the shea butter the candles the dress shop the store shop the yard shop, there's lots of them, the different different little restaurants, and they employ the community. And mm -hmm. if they aren't there, and if they don't survive, then the you know there's lots of young people and lots of folks. Period that won't be employed or won't be employable. So it really is an incumbent upon us to make sure that those small businesses are successful and that they grow. That's the other part. I know you want to stay small and just do what you do and turn it off at five o'clock. But just imagine if you had the opportunity to expand and grow right. and hire more people for your business to be able to serve more of your clients and the people that you're trying to get to. And, and that job creation, that's what it's all about. I read a report about the number of, uh, in some town, I forgot where it was, of uh, black business owners that died during COVID. Wow. See, so that's, that's a good just point just, right there, Angela. That's a good point because... Within the first three months of COVID, and we're talking from, say, April to July of 2020, 440,000, 440,000 black businesses went out of business. Right. And that's yeah. during the time when some of those business owners died or dying too. Yes, mm -hmm. right. Heads of households, you know, it yeah. just is a, a whole domino effect. And so... Yeah. That's why we just got to keep on doing what we're doing, yeah. creating all these classes and working with utilities to design because they yeah. all have different initiatives on the green energy jobs and different uh, mm -hmm. uh, SoCal gas. All the utilities have got to overhaul their infrastructure. That's been right. really clear. And they've got to update it. And so they are desperately looking for small businesses to help them. They all get it. A lot of them are already got it already had it but now lots we need small minority businesses women-owned business veteran-owned businesses to come and help us with you know redo our infrastructure rebuild our infrastructure and so um we're going to try to put together some classes around that how do you pivot how do you get into that business uh, also the construction business you know that's going to be booming with all the infrastructure projects that are being teed up and so we've heard that the general contractors and those in construction business they need more help in professional services. Yes. I build houses. I don't want to do payroll. I don't want to learn paperwork. Pay <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't. I don't want to do all those wraparound <laughs> back office services. But I will pay for it if you yes. need someone. That so is true. So if you're true. in that business, you need to just tweak it a little bit and find out how you can offer your payroll services to people in construction. Yes. Small businesses. Yes. Uh, they're, they're good at their craft, but when it comes to doing paperwork and administration and running that business, yeah. not, not so much. <laughs> right. So that's the niche for professional services. Mm -hmm. Yes.
And there's not that many, like, uh, I know, you know, when I know one person that does uh, uh, the uh, certified payroll, uh, two people, you and and, <laughs> and Marjorie, yeah. and I don't know any others that are oh, in that space. Yeah. So yeah. that means we might need to develop some more people oh, absolutely. in that space oh, so okay. that they can yes. do construction. Let me ask this, Angela, and, and this is coming from you guys being a chamber. So you guys also uh, are um, work with the lobbying and the legislations of things that yeah. take place for us as a community. So one of the things that when we all saw when we were watching the Tulsa um, uh, story, you know, they were very cohesive and working within their own ecosystem, but you know, we as business owners, we have to work within the whole. So what are some of the things that we can do to fight through that systemic uh, racism? And I know the, the, the doors are wide open, but also um, uh, the colonizers are fighting real hard to maintain the status quo. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Uh, so our chairman, Gene Hill, uh, sits on the mayor and governor's task force to, you know, California's recovery plans. And so we need support when we hear or when we see policies that are not inclusive of us. And Gene Hill, our chairman, is really good at reading the language and understanding what it's not saying. Mm. And, and what we do is we propose new language to be able to be inclusive of small businesses of color. And sometimes you've got to see it in, it might not be saying you won't be included, but some of the, the cap or the ceiling or the floor or some, some of the policies or some of the criteria uh, is designed to keep small businesses of color out. And so what we do is propose new language. And then what you've got to do is you've got to show up, you've got to write letters, you've got to call in. And so that really starts to put the pressure on elected officials and those policymakers to change that language. And so that's really, uh, GLAC does a lot of advocacy work as well. Uh, I sit on the commission of the uh, LA County Small Business uh, Board. And so uh, again, we are sitting there with that lens of how are we, I understand we, we wanna make sure that it's inclusive and everybody's gonna, but how are you doing that? Well, everybody's gotta come down to our site over. No, we're not coming down to your site. <laughs> You need to come to us, you know, come to us. That's how you get, you know, it's that little subtle stuff, those little subtle things that the changes make a difference. Uh, we um, call out to our members from time to time, ask them to write and join us when we are advocating against different policies and we need to change. I need you to, now you can dial in to the Metro or LA City or LA County board member. Call in and say, hey, I read the agenda and I vote no on item 17 and I think it's not, business friendly for you to in, in you know uh, create that new policy or regulation or legislation yeah um, so we take a lot of gene does this very well he takes ideas to uh sacramento to our elected officials senator steve bradford and others and telling them about i need you to really take a look at this because to look at the numbers the numbers don't add up why they're not adding up you're not doing the outreach is faulty you know the way that you're doing this so that's those that's the kind of the way that we really step into changing the policy. And it's when we call up on our members and our small businesses to join us. And it's a heavy lift and I know, can you stop and 
write a letter, sign a petition. Can you call in? And he's like, ooh, what time does that happen? I don't know. You know, I'm going to be meeting with the clients and making my money and I'm in my business. And it's hard to stop. It's a lot to juggle, but you know, that's but what we, we have to we gotta do. But, because mm -hmm. even though we're doing all of the services that we're all providing, if we have the roadblocks that are preventing us yes. from pushing past, then yes. it doesn't matter how okay. much you know and how much access you have, or or if you have lack of access, then mm -hmm. it, it's like we're not going to get past that. Because one of the things that you saw with Tulsa, you know, they created what they created because nobody knew what they were doing. So they were able to operate freely without yes. being stopped. And then we saw what happened when yes. the outside world recognized what was happening yes. over there mm -hmm. and they destroyed it. So we yes. have to be better prepared to protect our communities. But at the same time, we have to fight through all of us together. And it requires all our right. voices in order to mm -hmm. uh, get policy changed. And, to, and now that we know, you know, like even now with the voting, suppression of the voting, yeah, right. I mean, they're going through all yes. gyrations. Yes, right. Exactly. <laughs> I was just going to mention that, Crystal, too. Yes, in Georgia and other places. Yeah, exactly. That team. That that. And that's what we got to know. That that's where the that's where the the rules are really made is in the policy. You know, it's one thing to say if you guys could not just do that or some recommendations. No, you got to make it law. You got to make it law. And so that's what they're doing. And we got to fight that. And it, we know, have to know. fight that. So we that's all of us working together, yes. all our organizations, all of our people, right. because it's it's our children that we are concerned about. And so if we're not fighting, yes. um, and I was listening to the news this morning, and basically the, in Georgia, the, the Supreme Court is suing Georgia because right. they know that the reason that they're they're changing the voting laws is because look how many people Racist. they galvanized. Stacey Abrams right. brought the 800,000 right. people. They're like, we're just going to take all your votes away. Our answer right. is we're going to legislate it out. Right. So we got to, we got to, yes, we got to mm -hmm. offer the services, but I think we have yeah. to also fight through the, yes. the, the barriers that, and the obstacles that, um, and the races and call that out um, to be able to really make us th to open that pathway for us. The thing yeah, about that, the, the thing about that is if they cannot increase their pool of voters, what they try to do is to restrict the voting. So therefore the other side who may have more registrations, they go, okay, you got more registrations than we do, so we're going to restrict your people's ability to vote. That's really what it is. And then on top of that, they control the legislative process. So like, like Angela said earlier, that they make these policies, right? They make the policies that will stick. And from those policies come these systemic restrictions, and that's what's been going on. Systemic suppression, they suppress us with their systemic rules. So we can't really, as as minority, small black businesses, to, to, right. to, to advance because the rule said you can't. One of those bogus rules that they're trying to bring into place is the AB5, right, Crystal? AB5, right. they're, they're trying to, to tell the small businesses, well, you need to bring in this consultant and make them an employee. Small business don't even have money. 
to hire people, much less to turn consultants into employees. I don't want to be an employee. Exactly. Yeah. We worked really closely with uh, DoorDash, Grubhub, and Uber. Yeah. Who were really leading the fight on that. Yes. Um, yeah. We don't want to be, they, that's, they love the freedom. Exactly. Of being, uh, yes, their own boss. That was the whole, that's so crazy. And, and, <laughs> and this is the thing that I find interesting because being, you know, when I'm teaching kids, I'm always talking about disruption. So when Uber and Lyft and Airbnb all popped up in the whole tech mm-hmm. world, we, mm-hmm. we uplift them for being innovative and yes. disruptive, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That's mm-hmm. their business model. Yes. And then you yes. come around and says, now, no, we need you to change your business model. Yeah, yeah we thought it <laughs> right. was great that you're disrupting, right. but we need to yeah. change your business model. Yeah. And and so it's going to hurt. Because it upsets the status quo. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, adamant. And so that was one of the things that came to me as I saw all of the uh, statues being torn down. Mm-hmm. And it was like, aha, those statues were put in place to kind of continue to lord over us. Yeah. Keep of the status yes. quo. And yeah. so when the people started pulling them over, I, I felt a little freer too. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, psychological. And, and, right. and, and exactly. It's like, oh, I see what you were doing. Okay. Yeah, I let's see take what them. you were doing. That's yeah. exactly what it is. Yeah. yeah. Good point, Crystal. Yeah, we've got to do more. Uh, yeah, advocating. And yeah, advocating. we gotta we gotta break out of that systemic thing because I mean, Angela, you pointed out some things, and Crystal, you also did too. The the whole systemic thing is this umbrella that sits above us and 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 hover over us to suppress us okay. and, and restrict us. You got healthcare. You got economics. You know, business development. You know, lending you know, access to capital. All of those are underneath that restrictive umbrella. And that's what they do to control us. It's not going to happen. Yes. And the healthcare, <laughs> especially in our healthcare, oh, yeah. I was surprised to read reports that there was a a thought, a belief in the healthcare industry that Blacks didn't feel pain the way others did. Oh, my Lord. And so they, so, so, doc, so the healthcare system was didn't listen as well to African Americans when they, you know, expressed pain, and then we don't come in until our pain level is yeah, really high, right, right. And, they, and that somehow t- sent that back around from slavery. I mean, this, right. it was it got deep. It got really deep because it, it, because it, we don't trust them. Because when we come in, they give us stuff we don't need, and those things, those right. stuff make us sick. <laughs> they yeah, make us worse. The, the, tuss, the Tuskegee experiment. Yeah, exactly. And what about right. the sister? And the, they used her DNA. Yeah, uh, uh, the name um, Hicks. Uh, Hicks. Yeah, you have her, which is why you know now we need people to be vaccinated, and we have so much resistance to that because yeah. of the the They don't trust. The they don't trust it. The they don't trust you for doing what you're going to do, even yeah. though we're looking to preserve our own lives. And I think the other area is that we really have to start grooming uh, uh, new politicians. We need to make yes. sure um, that the, when the guard changes and the guard has to yes. change. Yes. <laughs> yes. Right. Who are they grooming? Yeah. Right. Yeah. We have to look at we, we that we need to be that needs to happen. Like Cindy Cam, a Sydney Camlader, amazing. I love that yeah, one. Yeah, that too. Yeah. And uh, and uh, Autumn, 
these are new uh-huh. new blood yeah. changing up the guards that's what it changing is the guards. <laughs> yeah. but we need to make sure that they're working for our community yes yes we've got to well, make sure that we sit down and talk with them we've got to make sure that we go over there and visit with them just like every other the little homeowner groups and bird watchers associations and all the other groups they get in line and they go over there in mass and meet with the legislator to tell them what to do, what not to do, and remind them that they're voters and all that kind of stuff. And we've got to do the same thing. Yes, yeah, yes. we have to take a field trip. Okay, Black and RBD. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh yeah, let's do that, right? Sacramento, here we, Sacramento, here we come. Here we come. Yeah. We taking a bus up. Yeah, <laughs> right. And we we voice, we're speaking on behalf, and we bring in our people. Yes, we're bringing our ideas. Yeah, exactly. Right. I really do think that's what we need to do. And then when we vote folks in we collectively yes. vote a block of folks in so they can make some change for us because we yes. don't see that at all we don't see it we, we vote people in they go in there they don't represent us <laughs> they do what they want to do for their own you know best interest but we're still here at the bottom and then again that's why you're not seeing a lot of us participating in the voting process because they're going sure. why am i why am i voting what you know What's in it for me? <laughs> What's in it right. for me? With him. What's in it for me? So those yeah. are the types of things that we need to pay attention to. We got to do it from an economic standpoint. One other point I wanted to raise, Crystal, is mm-hmm. a part of um, in- enhancing our economic power or capital is not only to do business here in the city of Los mm-hmm. Angeles or the city of mm-hmm. Alhambra or Pasadena, but we want to start doing interstate transactions you know we want to do business with arizona we want to do business with new york as small businesses and then take it abroad we want to do international business so if we do those things if we do those things they can't stop us they cannot stop us (laughs) you see what i mean so that's what i I think that was one of the COVID silver linings is that as angela said being able to work on it uh, in online in e-commerce space, you can sell to whomever you want. No one yes. knows who you are, but you yeah. do have to make sure that your presence there is attractive. And yeah. that you, if I, I want my product when I want it, yeah. I want to have pay portals that I feel that I can that secure and so say and my my credit card, it my 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 banking information is safe. The delivery methods are on point. On point and 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 the customer service services there and the business don't work uh, because we for 18 months that's the only way we can shop and so we can't go backwards so we got to create hybrids that incorporates meeting the people where they are i mean even i think us as um organizations that do workshops and classes i think we got to figure out how do we offer them live and hybrid and online or do we do online uh so that we can get more people uh there as opposed yeah. to and and service more people so i think there's a lot of uh thought processing is going to go in from with all of us on how we're going to provide our ser- deliver our services for the future the one part that i'm thinking of angela and crystal and maybe you guys can chime in and, and share this <laughs> with me but the one part that i'm thinking which is a low-hanging fruit right now is the county of los angeles they said they've got approximately four billion dollars in procurement money but they cannot find any qualified small businesses so i want to know how can we access 
those funds in terms of economic opportunities for our small businesses because that right there will help to elevate our small businesses so let's put our heads together and see how we can tap into that four billion mm -hmm. absolutely yeah yeah i've got some ideas on how yeah the process that it takes good yeah because you've got to get the you know what are the opportunities I yes. mean, the real opportunities yes and then you've got to go and then find those and just the, the matchmaking game it really yes. is that we have to, that we have to yeah, undertake. We have right. because, uh, to undertake. Firms now don't want to do matchmaking. Anymore. No, Everybody no. Knows that. And the small businesses don't want to participate in it either. No, because because, like, because they think they're not yeah. they're not going to get any opportunities. So they go, why right. even bother? Right. So, yeah. Unbundling. Yeah. Un Unbundling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think Crystal said un it. Unbundling. Yeah. Venture. Joint yeah. ventures. Yes. You got to team up. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, come you got to get some ways. Uh huh. Yeah. Well, wow. I want to make an announcement. Uh, this Yay. week, RBD dropped their <laughs> app, their resource guide app. All right. Yesterday, actually. Oh, really? <laughs> and so I'm going to share. It's both web based and app based, so it is now going to be in the Google App Store. Oh. And so here it is, guys. Oh, nice. It's a, it's a collaboration with um R, uh, with what RBD and um and uh the urban league and so the, the it's gonna have some bells and whistles the developer he really he got into my head he knew how i felt about oh. the our community so you'll find all our categories over here uh, you'll find our categories over here i think you will uh, over here and all the businesses and categories and industries are listed here oh wow um, they put in all of the resources that were in our resource guide is now in here. Can you so click on fabulous. Can you click on professional services? Let me see if Buchanan and Associates well, is let me there. See before I get there, <laughs> Black is definitely there. Um, so, so this little marker here, which says "Celebrating 100 Years Urban League," this yeah. is up for sale and upgrade. So, if anybody has anything going on, yeah. they can um, upgrade to this, and it clicks directly into your website. So, this oh. will take us right to the Urban oh. League. Very and, nice. Oh. And then we will be sending out um we'll be sending out SMSs uh if you have an event coming up or something that we're highlighting. We're he's building it like a uh like a groupon for us. So when you have deals going on, um mm -hmm. so dining falls under here. And so when that nice. pops up, you have all of the, the dining, you click on to any of the bakeries like 27 Street bakery and because the we actually highlighted them in our resource guide the year before there's a whole write-up on them nice. and then we're going to upgrade it so it will link to her her shop and if she has sales or different or deals going on um all the uh, community resources glack is in here Thank so he you. still has to make some adjustments, but it will take mm -hmm. us directly to Glax, um, to you guys's, to your site right your here, site. Mm -hmm. and it okay. will go right to your site. Oh, look at that. Oh, great. Nice. Uh, uh, oh, okay. I'm sitting up on this. Look at that. Okay. Well, great. Well, we're going to want to uh, use this crystal to announce our BEP. Yes. You know, we're currently accepting oh, applications. Yes. yes. Okay. So I'll, I'll reach out to you. 
uh, to okay. make sure that we can put our application and information up because uh, the applications are going to be due. Okay, so we can do that. July nineteenth. Mm -hmm. Anything going on in the in the community, we will highlight it. We'll be doing business highlights, and then for our community, um, you know, we want a collaboration. We want to make sure we're all working together. So Glad yeah. can become an affiliate of ours, and anyone okay. that's upgrading that you that you they get a free listing, just a basic listing. So any of your right. businesses can be in here, and then if uh, they upgrade then you have an affiliation code and then we'll uh for the referral coming in for GLAT, we'll send that uh, a percentage of that back over to your organization uh to create that other another revenue stream so the goal okay. is um the goal is that we use it and we use it like so that we really know where all our businesses are right now it's going to be so and and so there's two markers, the big one, and then there's a smaller one. And then um, and then if you want any articles, like you were saying, it, you can plug in here, you can become mm -hmm. a member, and then it's got a, mm -hmm. a, a blogging component to it. We're hiring some people. Oh, wow. right up. Uh, he's got all kinds of bells and whistles. And then the app, uh, the app has some amazing features. So let's Is it say- Is in the app store? It's going to be in the app store so right now it's in google play we got to work on some uh, um we're we are submitting to apple so as soon as it gets to apple then um we got to make some adjustments for apple because they 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 don't want it to look like a website so the google doesn't have a problem but there's some other bells and whistles on the app itself uh that was good gilbert i don't think you're in here because i don't think you ever submitted the information to nah, you. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to send it to you <laughs> this weekend. Yeah. Well Small Biz Pro is here. Yeah Small Biz Pro is there but Buchanan and Associates is not nah, can, 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 can you can you make the word together small biz pro is one word can you do yeah that? I'll tell I'll tell him to do that. Yeah so, yeah. So that that is our announcement. So in the in the Google Store, I'll send you guys over the link. Thank yeah. you. Good job. Good job, co-host. Yeah. Yes. And yes. and and we're we're going to connect the Latino businesses to this as well because that's part of the community, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so in fact, it's going to when they reached out to the Urban League, they asked, um, you know, there's people that wanted to fund this. They wanted to know where the black businesses were. So we, yeah. we we're giving it to them. Mm -hmm. And one of the things that um, we, we this is going to be for the greater Los Angeles area, Southern California, and eventually San Francisco. Mm -hmm. And then um, um, so the, for the state and them start moving in wherever the Urban League is. Yeah. That's where the, the guide is going to reach. This so that now we have a bigger arm across America. That's but first, good. we need to get all our businesses in here. Well, yes. I, I, I'm going to make sure both my businesses are in there over this weekend. <laughs> and, <laughs> this and is good. I love it. We will talk okay. and uh, yes. work out some stuff. And so we want to make sure people. So uh, we did the Juneteenth event last week. I handed out. Um, we have a it has a QR code. Um, 
so we handed out over 300 uh, church fans telling them to add their businesses oh, for free and postcards to add your so mm -hmm. we got to get the consumers in to get to use it and yeah. then we want to make sure that the uh, uh, companies are also in there and you know every money all the money that needs to come into our community needs to come in here yes right so exactly perfect oh congratulations that's great that's great that's you. a great thank transition you. yes so like, did i see the, the recycling black dollars is turning 33. it is Oh, so re re recycling black dollars is a millennial now, huh? Millennial. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, can, you, can you believe that Muhammad was 33 no. years ago? Wow, no. unbelievable. No, yeah. no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. that's great. And, uh, and, we still talk, and here's the sad part. We still talk about recycling dollars. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's still, yeah, that's the work until there's not a need for any yeah, exactly. right. we be, our, our organizations and we can just all, yeah. Yeah, so right off that was, the, um, the printed guide is, is useful. There is a population that still wants to print a guide. And so we will continue to print it as long as our, mm. our sponsor for it continues to supply it. But we knew that we had to get online. And so I've been working hard. And so uh, it just... Wow. Again, um, it came up during COVID and, and all the civil rights and the George Floyd. So there's an organization right. that reached out to the Urban League and said, hey, where do we find yeah. the black businesses? We want to support them as well. And then, you know, um, they know that I've been working with, you know, I'm partner, you know, we collaborate with the Urban League. So Brian right. reached out to me and said, hey, I don't want to step on your toes. Let's just do this together. And Perfect. And you guys already have the information. We yep. have been doing that book for 15 years. So wow. put everybody in. And so now years. I am going to be reaching out to all of our organizations to get yeah. all of our people and our businesses in here and then encourage them to look and use it. Yeah. So so one one of our listeners is giving us some props here. And Nikki Nicole said, Congratulations on the important move. This is this is great. It looks good. And she also said that um, <laughs> she, she said this is a game changer. It looks great. It certainly speaks to a new generation of businesses. You know, how can I spread the word? I want to be listed. Well, it's, there you go. There's a link right there for you to list yourself. Go under get involved. It's on the on the menu and become a member. And if you want to be an affiliate, fill that out as well. Uh, we'll give you a commission kickback when someone upgrades to the next level. So the next level is uh, where whereas I clicked on to the link for uh, GLAC, you will get you can click on go directly to your resources to your website. Uh, you have two two options on the first upgrade. So your social media and also your um your website and then if you want to go to other locations uh it, it's some other upgrades and then if you want that big panel then there's an upgrade for that it's, it's a whole lot of bells and whistles that as oh, it, wow, that's as fabulous. Build out, it is going yes to it be, has room to grow yeah yeah he's that's building great. it with um it's like his, his it has become a passion project for him he's gonna be blacker than i am at, at, at some point <laughs> <laughs> Good. Great. nicole said nicole also said that her, her 81 year old mother 
took the printed guy that you gave her on Saturday to her beauty shop and oh. they're using it. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I met a lot of people on Saturday. I wasn't all gun-ho to be out with um oh. in Lamar Park for Juneteenth, but I saw the oh. value. And so I stayed there till like eight o'clock that night and I handed wow. it out to everybody. Yeah. I okay. uh, and, and really and so there there's about three hundred people that know about it now and we want to keep going and doing. So we're gonna definitely reach out to um organizations and for the organizations you know we're gonna have direct link to you guys so that we can all get this out there. And so whatever you need to make it happen, we're gonna make it happen. I'm proud. I'm yeah. proud of yeah. you, co-host. I'm proud of you. I, I'm yeah. proud of you. Absolutely. Yes. This makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you on both. And, Moving and on up. Moving <laughs> yeah. on up. Yeah. We just, we, so here's my thing. We don't want people to say, "Well, I can't support a black business because I don't know where they are." Yeah. Well, now that's not true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that yeah. that now happened. You know. That happened during the pandemic. They're going, well, we're, yeah. we've got this fund and we're trying to find them, but where are they? Well, we're here. Right. You know, you know, yeah. we're here. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, 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 An the, so Angela, you want to share anything else with us, uh, whether it's with Black or your business or what you're doing and what's coming up for small businesses? No, I just want to give a plug again about the Business Evolution Program, and it's a nine month intensive beautiful class that's going to elevate uh, the economic level of our entrepreneurs that attend this class. The class seats in August and the deadline to apply is Monday, July 19th. And you can go to our website, www.glac, that's three A's, two C's, dot org slash programs slash business dash evolution dash program i wish you had a piece of that graduation video to show today so yeah. they can see they can see the feedback that others were giving your sponsors oh, yeah. some of the participants it was great it was really thank great. you yeah we that, was a, it that was a great production angela yeah. nice. yes thank you for your contribution thank you yeah. thank you and thank gene thank naomi uh, Chanel, I mean, yep. you guys did a great job with that. Oh, Brandon too. Brandon did the the video. Oh yes, yes, oh, yes. <laughs> he did a great job. Yes, it was phenomenal. So I can't wait for the next cohort to start. So we, we can we're we're gonna take that next level, man. Next yep. level. Website is G L A A A A A C C. Three A's, three A's, two C's. Dot org. Okay. Slash programs program slash, slash business dash okay. evolution dash program evolution <laughs> dash programs program program dash or slash dash dash okay dash programs okay so there you guys go uh reach out there taking applications yep. right now and Angela, yes. tell them how they can become members of GLAC. What do they need to do? www.glac.org. <laughs> All right, there you go. I just put it up there. I just Thank put you. it up there in the oh, window. Okay, oh, great. Thank you. Yeah, that's it right there. Absolutely. All righty, guys. So these are the resources in your community as we move forward into um, going back to whatever the mm -hmm. norm is going to be. Know that mm -hmm. Black is there. Know that Recycling Black Doll is there. We all serve a purpose in this community, yeah. but we all, our mission 
is for all of our business community to yes. be successful and to be prosperous. Uh, as as mm-hmm. Angela said, to be able to hire. Um, we want to grow and we want to grow big. Yeah. And job we have creation. to work at this. Job creation. That's what yeah. it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we have to take Great. care of our own. It's very important. Uh-huh. So, um, you know, I would like to put a call to action out there to all small businesses that to try to double your revenues by the end of this year. Try to double it because last year was atrocious. There's nothing we could do. We had to just sit at home and have the government tell us that, hey, you can't go out on the street, can't do any business. So if you guys can double your revenues for 2020, in 2021, that would be a great accomplishment. It yeah. certainly and would it, be. Mm-hmm. And yep. let's start here. Become Get your business listed for free in the resource guide. The link yeah. is right there. That's the yep. first step. Oh, <laughs> second this, step this, is join the BEP program. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. You guys, we are working for you. <laughs> yeah. and we want you guys to work for yourself. So that's yes. it. Yeah. Well, this has been great, Miss Angela. Yeah, Any it's party? like old home week. Thank I you so know. much. I certainly appreciated the conversation. And, you know, we're 